is Peter Thiel's inner circle behind the Satoshi Nakamoto pseudonym. Two years ago, billionaire entrepreneur Peter Thiel suggested he met the person or group of people using the Satoshi Nakamoto pseudonym. Thiel came close to claiming knowledge of Satoshi's precise identity, saying he met an individual involved in creating Bitcoin during a financial cryptography conference in Anguilla 23 years ago. Those rumours have come to the surface again after Thiel's colleague Balaji Srinivasan recently predicted that Bitcoin will be worth $1 million. It's possible Thiel did know Satoshi. After all, Thiel ran in the same circles as them, from working with Elon Musk, meeting the founders of eGold, being a member of the PayPal Mafia, and befriending Srinivasan and the founder of the first Bitcoin magazine, Vitalik Buterin. But how deep do these ties go, and how likely is it that Thiel knows who Satoshi really is? Peter Thiel and eGold. At a conference in Miami in 2021, Thiel told the audience he has considered who Satoshi might be. He said, quote, My sort of theory on Satoshi's identity was that Satoshi was on that beach in Anguilla. I met them on the beach in Anguilla in February of 2000. We were beginning the revolution against the central banks. We were going to make PayPal interoperable with eGold and blow up all the central banks, end quote. During that February 21st, 24th conference in the year 2000, Thiel met with the founders of eGold. At the same time, he was still working for PayPal, which he co-founded. He had expressed interest in integrating eGold with PayPal. eGold ended in 2007 when the US Justice Department closed the project and arrested its founders for unregistered money transmission. eGold's fallout and forfeitures lasted for over seven additional years. In any case, the Financial Cryptography Conference is one of the longest-running conferences for cypherpunks. Researchers from that conference would have given Nakamoto plenty of ideas for Bitcoin, publishing papers like, quote, electronic cash, technology will denationalize money, end quote, or, quote, efficient electronic cash with restricted privacy, end quote. Thiel believes that Satoshi was on that beach in Anguilla and learned lessons from eGold's failure. For example, Thiel believes that Satoshi learned about the importance of anonymity. To this day, Satoshi is indisputably the world's most anonymous billionaire. Also, Thiel believes that Satoshi learned how a formerly organised corporation would be vulnerable to a government seizure or forced closure. Satoshi carefully chose MIT's open source licence for Bitcoin and never incorporated setting Bitcoin up for long-term success. Peter Thiel and the PayPal Mafia Thiel's involvement in Bitcoin dates back to the 1990s, when cryptographers became disenchanted with banks. At the time, Thiel and most of the couple dozen of members of the PayPal Mafia, a name formed in the early 2000s and emblazoned across the cover of Fortune magazine by 2007, were working on various fintech startups. Most of Thiel's friends' group acquired multi-generational fortunes through dot-com startups and IPOs in the early 2000s. For example, one member of the PayPal Mafia, Elon Musk, is occasionally referenced as a co-founder of PayPal. Specifically, Musk co-founded X.com, originally meant to become an online bank. Eventually, X.com merged with Teal's Confinity Incorporated, a mobile payments and cryptography company. Confinity launched PayPal in 1999, the year before its merger with X.com in 2000. eBay acquired PayPal in 2002. Musk and Thiel took their share of the payouts and presumably went their separate ways. Thiel went into venture capital and Musk famously sank his cut into Tesla, SolarCity, which was later acquired by Tesla, and SpaceX. However, they both maintained an interest in digital payments. 
In 2021, Musk directed Tesla to purchase Bitcoin, as well as to accept it as a form of payment for electric vehicles. As the richest man in the world at the time, those moves gained significant media coverage for Bitcoin. Of course, Musk soon moved past Bitcoin in favour of various altcoins, including his pet project Dogecoin. Musk's criticisms of Bitcoin's energy usage was one of the contributing factors to Michael Saylor's creation of the Bitcoin Mining Council to refute false and misleading claims about Bitcoin's environmental impact. A former SpaceX intern fanned the rumour that Thiel may have known Satoshi Nakamoto by suggesting that Musk himself created Bitcoin. That intern cited similarities in Satoshi's and Musk's writing styles, including crutch words and phrases, as well as some circumstantial evidence. For example, the software for Musk's X.com and Satoshi's Bitcoin were both written as monolithic software in the C++ programming language. In any case, Musk has denied being Satoshi. Balaji Srinivasan bets on Satoshi becoming a trillionaire. Balaji Srinivasan, although not technically a member of the PayPal Mafia, is friends with many of its members. Srinivasan previously served as Coinbase's chief technical officer and general partner at Anderson Horowitz, Silicon Valley's highly influential venture capital firm. He also invested in digital assets like Bitcoin, Chainlink, Ethereum and Solana. Most recently, Srinivasan is back in the news for making a large bet that the price of one Bitcoin could soar to $1 million. Although seemingly outrageous, many people have taken his predictions seriously out of respect for his prescient warnings about COVID-19 as early as January 2020. Srinivasan is certainly not the first person to make a bold prediction about Bitcoin's price. John McAfee famously thought it could go to $500,000 by 2020, and James Altucher called for $1 million that same year. Both lost these bets. Granted, Srinivasan's prediction has more to do with the US dollar hyperinflating than Bitcoin rallying in isolation. He also chose a round number for easy media coverage. Satoshi famously mined approximately 1 million Bitcoin. If the price of one Bitcoin were to go to $1 million, Satoshi would become the world's first trillionaire. That assumes, of course, that Satoshi is a single person. Srinivasan's bet is likely just another publicity stunt, but some wonder if he knows something the rest of us don't. Balaji Srinivasan and Peter Thiel Srinivasan cited Peter Thiel as a long-time investor with similar interests. The Thiel Fellowship awarded a $100,000 grant to Ethereum's Vitalik Buterin in 2014, a move defended by Srinivasan in a 2022 tweet. Buterin was the founder of the first and most popular printed magazine about Bitcoin, the aptly named Bitcoin Magazine. Today, the magazine is owned and operated by Bitcoin Incorporated. Srinivasan extolled Buterin as one of the several individuals who could succeed without a college degree. Quote, it's complicated, Srinivasan said, when asked about Thiel's interest in buying a controlling interest in the companies he invests in. Quote, he wants to turn the ship around, end quote. Srinivasan seemed to believe that Thiel admired the America of decades ago, when it was still capable of doing big things like putting men on the moon. The problem? The last men left the moon in December 1972, and no one has been back since. Many of Teal's inner circle are working on space travel companies, including Musk. The failure of US astronauts to return to the moon and press on to even more distant worlds like Mars, in Teal's view, could symbolise America's inability to boldly tackle big, quote, not because it is easy, but because it is hard, projects.
Srinivasan is taking an extremely negative bet on the resilience of the US dollar, and by proxy, its government and economy. He is begrudgingly allowed that the US could write its course. However, he cites many problems, including the way laws are passed by Congress, quote, tested in production, end quote, as well as the limited ways to respond to rapid challenges to US dollar hegemony. Beyond their disdain for the US banking system, Srinivasan and Teal could have bonded over mutual interests like seasteading. Srinivasan discusses seasteading in a chapter of a book he authored, The Network State. Teal provided $1.7 million in funding for the Seasteading Institute, but is subsequently admitted that creating a financially and ecologically sustainable seastead is, quote, not quite feasible, end quote. Another thing the duo seem to agree on, the Bitcoin community needs a place where it can thrive. Crackdowns on Bitcoin force participants to stop contributing or hop to other countries. As China's on-again, off-again relationship with digital assets indicates, Bitcoin mining security still largely depends on governments' willingness to tolerate it. According to Srinivasan and Thiel's reasoning, most of this issue could be solved if Bitcoin had a sovereign nation behind it, and that nation might not be El Salvador. Teal might have tempered his enthusiasm for seasteading, but that doesn't mean he gave up on the idea of a community evolving into a sovereign nation of like-minded individuals. As Teal told Business Insider, quote, A key concept to start a new country is to go cloud first, land last, but not land never, by starting with an online community and then materialising it into the physical world, end quote. Bits Nation and various other projects have attempted to form virtual nations recognised by the United Nations. All have failed. At this point, Teal likely understands that a sovereign nation will not persist without territory in the physical world. Peter Teal and the Banking System Bitcoin is an entirely new financial system that many hope could one day displace or even supplant the traditional banking system. Indeed, Satoshi Nakamoto considered the financial industry's problems the primary reason for creating a peer-to-peer payment protocol that bypasses trusted intermediaries altogether. Satoshi inscribed a news headline about Great Recession Bank bailouts into Bitcoin's Genesis block. Quote, The Times, the 3rd, January 2009, Chancellor on brink of second bailout for banks. End quote. History tends to repeat. This year's government bailout of Silicon Valley Bank, Credit Suisse, Signature Bank and others vary from 2009 only in minor details. Unsurprisingly, early Bitcoin community members like the PayPal Mafia were quick to sidestep this year's bank run. Teal's founders funds prophetically moved billions of dollars out of Silicon Valley Bank just days before its calamitous bank run right before the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation's coordinated bailout alongside the US Treasury and Federal Reserve. Founders Fund's executives and their portfolio companies wired out funds to safety. Then, after they had expressed concern about the venture capital-friendly bank, other companies rushed to submit withdrawal requests. Eventually, the bank ran out of cash. As the nation's second-largest bank failure, the government considered Silicon Valley Bank systemically important and bailed out depositors, making everyone whole as a one-time courtesy. Unofficially, rumours swirled that Founders Fund deliberately worsened Silicon Valley Bank's dire situation due to a secret grudge with the bank. Teal denied he had anything against Silicon Valley Bank's bank run and reiterated that he kept $50 million of his personal fortune in the bank. Perhaps that was wholehearted, 
Perhaps it was his alibi. That $50 million vote of confidence in the bank's ability to stay solvent, large when considering that the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation caps deposit insurance at $250,000 per bank account, could have avoided deeper inquiries into his banking relationships. Does Peter Thiel know Satoshi Nakamoto? Thiel might have known Satoshi Nakamoto, or at least participated in the same social circles as Satoshi since co-founding PayPal. Thiel worked with Elon Musk, met the founders of eGold, is a member of the PayPal Mafia, and befriended Balaji Srinivasan, and the founder of the first Bitcoin magazine, Vitalik Buterin. Some discredit Thiel's claims altogether, others point to reports that Thiel sold his Bitcoin. Whether or not he still owns much Bitcoin nowadays, he certainly was part of the early financial cryptography community. He also continues to criticise banks. At the 2022 Bitcoin Miami conference, while lambasting the banking system, he very publicly ripped up $100 bills while describing his distrust in the US dollar. During Thiel's highly critical riff against legacy finance, he called Warren Buffett part of the quote, finance gerontocracy, end quote. Buffett, who refuses to invest in Bitcoin, has a history of bailing out big banks. For more informed news, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Google News, or subscribe to our YouTube channel.